So let's talk about why having a black friend doesn't immediately make you not racist. Like we've heard claimed so many times throughout the years. You hear, you hear so many people, I think Hulk Hogan did it, uh, Dwayne, Dog Chapman, uh, who else? Probably a lot of politicians, probably people who aren't celebrities have claimed, well, I can't be racist, I have a black friend. And let's put that theory to bed right now. Welcome to Rob's Morning Psychosis. So I think before we get into this, to understand um, three, and there's so many more things, but I think the three major contributors to really uh, empowering racism is the first, which we saw all throughout the early 1900s, is uh, the propaganda to make a caste system, to make the lowest feel just higher than the people that are next to them. So just making, you know, and you see this throughout America. What was it? The Italians first. They were the kind of outcasts. And then it was the Irish Americans. And then, well, I got to say it was African Americans from obviously the beginning. Um, but we saw that kind of tiered system where it was like you find someone to make another group just imaginarily feel better for a minute and uh they'll they'll gladly chomp on board just to have that quite little bit of supremacy um but realistically let's go back like you know 400 years and you saw that with the poor working whites um just feeling better about themselves than the slaves in america even though they were both pretty much in in the same position uh just one legally had more rights and the other didn't. But it wasn't like they e either class was making decisions or voting or anything like that. Uh, so also forgive me because it, it's very early. So I'm not going to get exact facts right here. But I'm just trying to outline this for you. So that's the first one. You make one group think they're better than the other. Uh, form this little caste system. And boom, you can have some racism. Number two is... Uh, a lot of people gravitate towards these cults of racism, which I always find it weird because you're seeing it more and more in the news of these people who are like celebrating certain uh, German dictators. And I always wonder, like, do they not know? Uh, do they not know how it ended that the world went to war to defeat them? Um, but more importantly, are they unaware that, like, it's the most anti-American thing because America was his enemy? Um, I always question that. Like, maybe we need to teach better history in schools. I don't know. I don't know. Call me crazy. But so that's the other thing. These people gravitate. These people that you see making these outlandish um, claims or threats or whatever it is in public now that are all getting caught on video or even doing it online as a troll. They, they've gravitated there because they found a safe space. They found other people that they can re relate to on the lowest common denominator form, right? Um, we kind of look the same. And, and what they do is they find a safe haven there. Most of the time, I think it's sparked by like they were bullied by the outside world. They felt rejected. Um, maybe it was a girl left them. Maybe it was just the other peers. Something happened. And they really, they found, ironically... The thing that they criticize everyone of wanting, 
Uh, they found a safe space there where they can be protected. It's kind of like a gang. And then thirdly, I think uh, sometimes it's like generational. Like uh, people in the South, I would say, have a much higher disposition or in certain parts of the South. Because let's be honest, New Hampshire, yeah, I'm looking at you. Uh, you are kind of the deep South of the far North. You're like the Kentucky of New England. Uh, so sometimes it's generational. You grow up around it. You're so uh, just entrenched in it that really you don't have much of a chance and hopefully some education will break that. That's why we see people fighting against uh, or fighting to ban books, fighting against CRT, all that stuff. Um, but now let me bring it back to my original point. Why having a black friend doesn't make you not racist. Because if you saw anything in the news this weekend, Kanye West went to Mar-a-Lago to have dinner with Trump to ask him to be his running mate, to be his vice president, which Trump's like, I, I ain't nobody's vice, okay, Kanye? Um, this is another reason why you should know America is not a meritocracy. America doesn't run on, well, if you have the credentials, if you're qualified for it, America is a pay to play. So if you have the money, you can do whatever you want. Court system, presidential system, whatever kind of system. If you got the money, you can buy in and you can do it. This is not about being qualified. As much as, you know, the outlines want to say that. <laughs> as much as the fine print wants to say that. It's really not. Um, and we're seeing that with Elon Musk. But that's a whole different category. So Kanye West uh, also had brought up that he's starting to bring into his circle, this kid called Nick Fuentes. You might've seen that in the news. I was shocked because a year, two years ago, I don't know when he, he's obviously been on my radar. Cause I dive into the deep, dark rabbit holes of YouTube, but I've seen this kid go to the GOP conventions and protest. He wasn't allowed in because they weren't like alt-right enough. They weren't white enough. Um, I've seen him protest things where he's just been kicked out. And this kid's like 18. He looks like he's 15, but I think he's like 18 or 20. He looks like a baby, but he is like the, uh, the generational he's, he hits the trifecta. I think all three of these, he wants to feel better about himself some way. I bet it's generational. Let's expose his parents. I'd love to know who they are and what they have their long sticky fingers in. You know, he comes from some money. Um, and I also think he wants to feel better about himself and find the safe space. I think all three, but it also proves that he's hanging out with Kanye West. So this might become an argument now. It might be people saying, "Well, how could Nick Fuentes be a racist when he's with Kanye West?" And I say, "Well, he's using Kanye West as a means to an end. That's really what it is. He needed Kanye West to get to Trump. He thought Trump was going to hear him out. Now I think Trump might distance himself only because of." all the wildness going on. But if you look into Nick Fuentes, this dude is a racist. He is a wannabe Nazi, which again, so ironic to me. Do they not know how it ended? Do they, do they not know it's anti-American? Do they celebrate like Veterans Day and stuff with their Nazi propaganda? I can't figure this out. These people are so fucking, sorry, so crazily dumb. Um, but this is the proof that you could have a black friend and still be racist as shit. Nick Fuentes is that, and he's using Kanye West to, to propagate his message. He, and trust me when, when I say like, well, think about it. It makes sense because if he's a racist, does he care about Kanye? No. And, and he'll take Kanye for everything that Kanye's willing to extend to him. And unfortunately I think Kanye West not only is an a-hole, uh, but also has some mental issues that he really needs to work out. So he's getting taken advantage of like double right now. But again, because he's an a-hole, that eh, kind of works out for itself.
So I just needed to get that out there to clear the air before we see that debate start to pop up online. All right. Thanks for listening to Rob's Morning Psychosis. It was very psychosis-y this morning. Uh, spread the word about the podcast. Share it on all social media. And uh, I love you. Thanks for listening. Peace.